Put a ballot in it, and then uh, you vote for the people who make sure that everything comes easy uh, to you. Start wash, rinse, repeat. And, and I want to make this clear because this is another one of these stories we're talking about: Second Amendment and Albemarle and uh, transgender, critical race, and Fluvanna schools. Uh, but meanwhile, up in Washington, the president has a soft core Venezuelan nationalization of almost all our industries called his uh, nonpartisan. Uh, infrastructure plan where it's all about human infrastructure and and after the first blowback against it even guys like chuck schumer out there saying yeah it's a human infrastructure bill yeah uh where i become your infrastructure and you become mine uh and then we can all you know call the little brother agency to tell on each other when we wander astray in this and one of the tells is the fact that somehow Amnesty for all of the folks who have flooded across the border in the last you know, six months. <laughs> you know, keep in mind, it's been six months since Joe Biden was sworn in as president and a new administration came in. Uh, six months. Federation for American Immigration Reform, uh, reform uh, highlighting this. Uh, Preston Hennigans is on with us. He is their government relations director. Preston, thanks for checking in. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I I have been known to suffer hyperbole, uh, and the listeners suffer it along with me or because of me, perhaps. But am I overstating this infrastructure plan is really sort of the government saying, yes, um, we're taking over everything and you'll just do what we need you to do? No, that is pretty much spot on. Uh, This current plan that they're moving Um, through a really arcane process known as budget reconciliation, where they only require 50 votes in the Senate, um, is really just a uh, progressive and and far-left wish list of items. It includes everything from Medicare and Medicaid expansion um, to certain education reforms where the federal government continues to take over the way that states run their education systems, um, obviously, they're going to have things in there that incorporate elements of the Green New Deal. Uh, but most alarming from our perspective is the inclusion of an amnesty for over 10 million illegal aliens. Uh, and they are, of course, as you alluded to earlier, describing this as a form of human infrastructure um, because there's, uh, in any real definition of the term, there's no way you could consider giving a pathway to citizenship for over 10 million illegal aliens, um, there's that really is an infrastructure in any meaningful sense. But, you know, they're planning to do this right under the nose of the American people, um, and they really are, are um, completely unapologetic about it. It has the backing of um, President Biden in the White House, and it's, um, it's, it's really a, a scary moment, um, to tell you the truth. 
Well, I, you know, somebody was asking me about the filibuster. I said, only if you give up uh, reconciliation. What? I said, I've, I've watched more things get rammed through that aren't budget bills because we stapled them to, to, to the bottom, bottom of some spending plan uh, than I can shake a stick at more times, certainly, than a filibuster has held up anything. Uh, but at the end of the day... You know, what hope is there that the Republicans muster against this, uh, Preston? Right. So there's really a um, there's really three outcomes that can happen from this. The the first um, is that the Senate parliamentarian who has to rule on whether or not uh, these provisions are you know related to spending in any kind of way, there is a hope that she might say, "Look, immigration amnesty has." no place being in this, and she strips it out. That's obviously the best-case scenario. Um, this, you know, the other two scenarios are that she actually rules that these can be included, um, and at that point, it's, it's really up to you know, the American people to kind of, because the Republicans really at this point won't be able to do anything. If, if you know, Senator Schumer can hold the Democrats together um, and this passes the Senate, then, all, you know, then it just goes to the House. Um, so you know, there's polling out there, though, that is showing that this is wildly unpopular um, with most Americans, and particularly those that live in states like West Virginia uh, and Nevada and Arizona that, you know, have senators who might say, look, you know, we support other parts of this package, but we're not going to go along with this this massive expansion of illegal immigration um, and uh, wh- while we're in the middle of a historic border crisis. So there's right now a lot of pressure on Senator Joe Manchin in West Virginia. There's a lot of pressure on Senator Mark Kelly in Arizona, who's up for re-election in 2022 in the midterms. And so that is really the only hope is to, is to encourage people in, in, in those states uh, to, to shine a light on this and to tell their senator, look, we, we do not support this. This has nothing to do with infrastructure. We do not want 10 million uh, illegal aliens given citizenship for no ostensible reason. Um, and that's really, if the parliamentarian rules that this can be included in the spending bill, that is really uh, the only hope is that one of these more moderate Democratic senators um, pumps the brakes on this effort. Well, and when you look at how many things are piled in there, we might as well call this the Cloward and Piven Act, uh, because it just seems like, you know what, we only have a few months left. Let's throw everything at it and see if we can't just crash it all. Uh, and if I was a senator, uh, and there's a scary thought, I would just say out of out of form of saying there's too much in here uh, for an, you know the, the people we represent to uh, be able to digest in this period of time, uh, never mind the actual elected representatives we've sent there and and this being said you know with the human trafficking i've chronicled through you guys and the and the, the hold their feet to the fire rallies and all the stuff that we've chronicled on the human trafficking and everything else i don't want somebody just cut loose in this country be, with the stroke of a pen it sounds to me very much like what happened after the jim after uh, the emancipation proclamation was written in where in, in a mass population of people were cut adrift without any access to economy and and therefore you know wind up either being exploited or become second class citizens uh, you know based on local ordinances uh, we may see you know uh, 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 
Guillermo Crow laws uh, coming. Th- no, I did that wrong. That's William, isn't it? I I, I forget what Jim is in Spanish, uh, but it, we we could see the same thing manifest. Preston, can I hang on to you for a moment? I've got to run up on a break here. Absolutely. If it's important to Charlottesville and Central Virginia, the second COVID-19 community vaccination site, it's on Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning back with Preston Hennigan's government relations director for the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you could hang over because all of a sudden I hit myself with an epiphany uh, because Jefferson wrote very eloquently about, you know, the dangers of ending slavery in the United States with the stroke of a pen and that you needed a plan to make sure that people, you know, that were all of a sudden, you know, free but now on their own uh, could could have access to an economy and, and could build wealth and could create jobs and, and you know and and fight the acrimony that wound up happening when Lincoln did just that all albeit with an assist from John Wilkes Booth because I do believe there was a plan to help uh, create that economy we would ostensibly be doing the same thing to all these illegals in the country if we just cut them loose and say okay Okay, that's it. It's uh, it's Biden care. Uh, have a nice day because they don't they they don't have the access. They haven't learned what the rights and responsibilities are in this country. They 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 are going to fall prey uh, to the same things that happened uh, during the Jim Crow era. Right. Uh, you know that's that's a great point. You know you would have it overnight. You know, ten million. Uh, People put onto a pathway to citizenship, and I, I think again one of the issues that maybe diverts from what happened um, after the Civil War is that you know the issue would just come back in in ten to fifteen years. We saw this in 1986, the last time that we had a major amnesty, um, is that it just re- the process repeats itself uh, because there hasn't been a fundamental change to the way that we uh, regulate immigration in this country. There hasn't been a real fundamental change to how we enforce um, our, our border controls mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of thing. So we would we would amnesty 10 million people, put them on a pathway to citizenship, um, you know, wash our hands of it, and then we'd be dealing with this issue 10, 20, 30 years down the road, and it would probably be even bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the lesson to take away from from amnesties in the past is that they don't work, they do not address the issues that they claim to be addressing, uh, and we find ourselves in the exact same situation, fighting the exact same battles over and over again, and unfortunately coming away with the exact same results. And that's, you know, the thing I want people to understand is I'm concerned about the humanity of this as much as the next guy. I was just accused of of being, you know, one of those right-wing nut jobs who's against, uh, you know, uh, uh, cleaning up or, or, or is in favor of polluting somehow uh, because I'm against the Green New Deal. And, and that pejorative speak, uh, because I want secure borders, because I want things like E-Verify at, at work sites and job uh, postings, I'm not against people immigrating to the this country and that becomes the binary argument of you know the Chuck Schumer's and the Nancy Pelosi's Preston uh, is that you know we're we're talking about humanity here we're not talking about uh, some abstract that some think tank somewhere this is this is real you guys have been down to the border you've seen it yourself right and there's absolutely nothing humane about our current immigration policy which is encouraging 
tens, hundreds of thousands of people to take a horrible journey from their home countries to come to the U.S., uh, where on the way we know that um, women particularly are treated just absolute and horrible conditions that, you know, they're sexually assaulted along the way. Um, it's, it is unfathomable to think that a country like the United States is allowing this to happen. And so, again, there is nothing humane about what the message the Biden administration is sending to these people right now, um, because the, the costs, um, the human costs of coming to the U.S. in that way are just terrible. And the only way that you can, that you can stop this, this, what's going on, um, on that journey and what's happening in, in, um, the border communities in Mexico is to have a robust immigration policy that does not allow illegal immigrations to come to the U.S. That will, that will funnel people into the proper, uh, proper avenues, um, very similar to what Canada does. And, uh, you know, again, I, I have to emphasize this point because I think it is so important. Like you said, there is nothing humane about encouraging people to come to the United States illegally. FairUS.org is the website. Fair Immigration on Twitter. Preston Hennikins is their uh, government relations director. I appreciate it, sir. Great stuff. And we'll talk to you. Uh, I guess, you know, we're getting close to summer. I'm sure we'll have you on before Feet to the Fire in September. Uh, but we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. We've never had a capacity limit or a mask mandate for our listeners. It doesn't get any better than this. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.